Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I am thrilled that you guys are here with us today. Um, I'm especially excited because I have uh, I have an entire show to give and take from Dean. Uh, he's uh, he's in rare form today. Just rode in on his horse, ready to rock and roll, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show, the one, the only, bearded wonder from the United Kingdom, Mr. Dean Holland. <laughs> Sliding into the show there, just in the nick of time. Just made it. Just made it. How are you, my friend? I'm awesome, man. Uh, I'm. I feel especially happy today, and I don't even know if I could put my finger on why. I know it's not because I'm here to see you. It's me, I, isn't it? I just, it's I just, me. You woke up today. You thought this is going to be a good day. It's the day we <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome, man. So, uh, so I, I was looking. You and I were talking offline the other day, and um, you know, I continued to be fascinated. And admiring of the new background that you've created for yourself. We've got a little uh, Tony Montana uh, Scarface. We've got the iceberg effect. And then I was like, what? Did you get a fish tank? Like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) And and you want to tell everybody what you got? This, this, my dear listeners and viewers, is an artificial jellyfish tank back here. Of course, if you're viewing the show through the gift of your eyes on video, this will be a much much better visual for you to take a look at. Yeah, no, uh, everybody needs an artificial jellyfish tank. <laughs> and 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 it, embarrassingly enough, I went looking for one this weekend because oh, I was nice. envious of your artificial jellyfish tank. <laughs> In fact, I, uh, I found that there are a variety of artificial jellyfish tanks. Oh, wow. Um, but you had seemed to have one of the cooler ones. So I'm, I'm considering my options. Okay. And okay. uh and at some point in the not too distant future, I think you will see an artificial jellyfish tank in my background as well. Awesome. Well, it's 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 strange you should bring this up because I can't deny a uh an undertone of jealousy at the on-air uh lighting that yes. that shows up in your background. That is yes. something that I look at constantly and think, why didn't I think of this? Right. Well, not everybody could be that cool, but you do have the jellyfish going for you. So I guess there's that. So, uh, so we got, um, we got a cool show lined up for you guys today. Um, pretty, uh, pretty excited about it. And, uh, we're, we're going to do, um, a couple things. Dean and I have a, a topic that, uh, I don't know, I think is, is so pertinent to every single entrepreneur out there. Um, uh, managing the entrepreneurial roller coaster. There's, Ooh. there's, there's ups, there's downs, there's, Oh my God, this is the best day of my life. Five minutes later, holy hell, what just happened? <laughs> why um, am I here? <laughs> why am I here? Why am I doing this? Um, right. There's, you know, as uh I uh I go I go fishing in Alaska in the summers, as you know, Dean. And uh one of the things that everybody says is if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes and it will change. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's like one minute, it's like, you know, uh, sunny and, you know, scattered clouds. And the next minute you're getting rained on and it's, you know, 10, 15 degrees colder. And I think 
this whole like, if you don't like what's going on, wait for it, it'll change, is kind of the way people feel about being an entrepreneur sometimes, right? Yeah. Like if you don't, if you're an entrepreneur, you don't like what's going on right now, don't worry about it. Give yeah. it five minutes, give it a day, it'll completely <laughs> <Yeah>. change. <laughs> oh, I think you're having a good day, do you? Talk to me tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, uh, so, so we wanted to talk about some, some different strategies and things that, uh, we've used in our own businesses, but you know, in, in working with others and really being immersed in the entrepreneurial space that can help, uh, um, help you manage this roller coaster, um, that, that you can kind of feel like you're on hmm. all the time. And so, uh, right. so we're going to riff on that for a little while and have, uh, you know, dialogue back and forth. And then I'm very, very excited to announce week number two of <laughs> Dean's News. Um, so we'll be going to the news later on in the show. I'm personally very excited. That's probably why I'm so happy today. Right. Um, You're like, let me let me see how Bentley screws this up this week. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we had the guest on last week and he's like, uh, well, thanks for letting me be part of the experiment. That <laughs> yeah. was your news, right? Right, straight after the show, like that—that that was that was the founding, yeah, founding like summary of the show. Thank you for letting me take part in the experiment, guys. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was definitely a vote of confidence. But we're gonna go for it again um, because we we know we're used to the entrepreneurial roller coaster, and you know what? Things don't work at first. Don't worry about it. Keep going. Yeah. Well, we're, right? we're, we're three years down that road with this show, still figuring out where we're going. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> right. <laughs> three years in, I'm, I'm still, I'm just as surprised every single week. I'm like, who the F is this guy that keeps showing up on this show? Three years ago, you attempted to just go live on Facebook just to share a positive message. Somehow ended up on a on a dual screen stream yeah. with me and we've just been tied to it ever since. <laughs> Some crazy British guy that rides a horse into the podcast. Um, so, so let's get into some, uh, some stuff here that could be helpful for people in terms of managing the entrepreneurial roller coaster. And I know you had, um, some specific things that happened recently in one of your companies that sort of prompted us to talk about this today. Um, and so I thought, uh, you know, we could, we could dive into that and not necessarily the specifics of, um, you know, how to deal with, you know, inventory challenges and things like that. But, right the thought process that goes into, well, how do you manage a business in an environment of uncertainty? Because right. I think that's really what it is when you're, uh, when you are very entrepreneurial, there is a lot of uncertainty. And so how do you manage that? And so, um, let's, uh, let's, let's kick it off, man. Yeah. Well, I, th I think, uh, you know, I think a really important thing, you know, thinking about this sort of subject, uh, all afternoon while I've been in the office myself, you know, one of the things that I want to just start this off with is just to for everyone to realize that what you're seeing above the surface in the landscape of social media and everything that you see publicly and you know you're not seeing the full reality of what's going on in people's businesses and lives <laughs> not right? even close not remotely close in fact if you're seeing you're, you're probably seeing less than five percent and even that's had a bit of sparkle added to it <laughs> yeah that's right yeah they're so like, shi shining that like with some turtle wax and they're like all right that looks <laughs> That looks good enough for everybody to everybody to look at now. Exactly, exactly. And in this, you know, in this analogy of like the the entrepreneurial roller coaster, I feel like if you were to just look at the landscape and follow other entrepreneurs, social media channels, YouTube, whatever, you can. It's easy to fall into the trap of feeling like you're always on the low of the roller coaster, and everyone else is always riding high. So true. 
you know, and I think, you know, I always, I always think back to, you know, some of the episodes we've had. I know uh, one, one that sticks in my head, uh, head was with our friends Brandon Kalen of Lady Boss. And I remember, you know, part of that conversation, because obviously we talk to business owners that have these rapid, fast growing, great businesses on the surface. Everything looks so amazing. It's like, you know, it wouldn't be uncommon for even us to say sometimes like, how the heck are they doing that? Like yeah. everything looks so incredible. And when you but yet when you peel that off, no matter how good or big or successful things look, everybody's got the stories beneath. You know, once you pull that cover back to say like, whoa, like. What you see is just a fraction of what's going on. The challenges that I deal with day in, day out running business is insane. It's just you, no one really gets to see that stuff. And I think that's that's the biggest thing alone uh, in and of itself for me to kick off this is that just acknowledge and understand sometimes, especially if you feel like things are tough or overwhelming or challenging right now, don't look and compare to others because I promise you're not seeing the full landscape of what's happening. Oh man, I I uh, I feel like we could just end the show right here with that <laughs> that that philosophy is so is so important and it's actually something that um I was talking about with Yada over the weekend. And I think there's there's so many people out there who are on the right track. Like like mm. first of all, if you're listening to this show, if you're uh, you know, if you're trying to grow your business, if you're trying to figure out what your idea is, if you're saying, you know what? You know, I don't, I don't have a business yet. I want to create one. If you have a business and you're trying to grow it, right? If you, if you're already growing and now you're trying to scale it and, you know, really rapidly expand all this other stuff, no matter where you are on that spectrum, on that, on that uh, journey, first of all, like, I just want to say, I'm proud of you. Like it yeah. takes a lot of guts. It does take a lot of guts to get out there and do the thing that everybody else is scared to do. And yeah. you're already doing it, right? And so, and so, just even from that perspective, you're already winning, right? Yeah. And I think I think it's incredibly important to to put all this in perspective because, like you just said, Dean, when you look on social media and you look on all these things, it's easy to feel like I'm doing everything wrong, and mm. everybody else is doing everything right. And what the hell is wrong with me? Right. And, yeah. and so like, if you take nothing else away from this show today, remember everybody is having a hard time. Yes. Everybody is making mistakes. Everybody's figuring it out and nobody is like, got everything all perfect, exactly the way that it's supposed to be all of the time. Right. Yeah. What you see yeah. are like, uh, the, the, they're photoshopped snapshots of a business that tell a very, very small sliver of a story. And so if you're looking at those things and you're gauging your own success based on where you are relative to that Photoshopped sliver of a business snapshot, you're going to feel just as bad about yourself as, <laughs> uh, as somebody who's looking at these, you know, Instagram fitness models who yeah. are probably in okay shape but who have a healthy amount of Photoshop going on to make them look amazing, right? Like it's, it's the same exact thing and you can't let that get in your head. Right. Yeah. No, it's such a, such a great point. Cause I think it happens to us all in, in all varying shapes and size. And I think, you know, one of the things that I've, I've come to see, I think through, through the show has really helped me. That is, you know, one of my perceptions, I don't know if you would agree with this, James is, the, the bigger and more successful the business is or, you know, seemingly is from the outside in, 
like probably the bigger and more volume of problems they're dealing with day oh, in day. There's no out. question. It's not a case of oh, you reach a point where life's so good that the problems knock on your door and think, you know what, not going to trouble them today. Let me just leave them alone. Like that doesn't happen. <laughs> no, no. The only, the only, there is one point at which you no longer have problems once you're dead. <laughs> right. Okay. Until well, that, then, even that's debatable. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Right. <laughs> And until then, you're you're going to have problems. And the, and the question becomes, how do you manage those problems? How do you approach them? How do you decide what you're going to do, what you're not going to do? Right. It's not like, oh, man, everything's going to get to a point and we're going to cross this imaginary finish line and mm-hmm. then we're not going to have problems and everything's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's it's the I think the, the mindset here is, do you want to play the game? Yes. Right. Do you want to play the game? Are you a player of the game? And if you're a player of the game, you're willing to accept the fact that things are going to be hard. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you're going to have a tailwind and things are going to be easy. Other times you're going to have a headwind and you'd be like, nothing is working right now. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But, but it's important to know that this is normal. It's normal. And I can say this from my own experience. I can say this from, I, I get I get the opportunity to work with some of what I would call the highest level business owners and entrepreneurs like in the online space. Every single one of them brings me in because they're having problems. Right. <laughs> yes. Not because everything's perfect. Yeah. Because it never is. It doesn't matter. New levels, new devils. Ooh. Period, Ooh, end of story. Where did that one come from? That one's been written down for a while, hasn't it? It's in one of my presentations somewhere. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't know it was going to come out today, but it did. So, uh, so I think I, I really appreciate the, uh, the the starting point for this conversation that you you had, Dean, about like feeling like you're always on the down and everybody else is on the up and all that. And I, it's it's so important, and we could talk about it for go on and on and on. But I know there's other things that we want to talk about that beyond the mindset and the expectations of being an entrepreneur and what it's like being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. um to to really help people manage manage some of the the things right the overwhelm that can happen the yes. decisions that you have to make the calls that have to happen like all of those things so let's dig into those a little bit as well yeah definitely well i think uh like how did you decide that you're going to get an artificial jellyfish tank <laughs> right so there's some very very important decisions that need to be made that was obviously one the of them decisions i've made in the past two weeks These it is next to the license plate that says ass kicker <laughs> i feel like that was an easy decision for you though yeah, these type of things just get posted through the door of my house. I don't know. Uh, well, I got two. I got ass first, just posted through. I've just started piecing some of the things together that people throw up my house. It's- <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, so but but there are these things, right? How do you manage the overwhelm? How do you manage? You know, how do you decide what to do, what not to do? Right. These these types of things, like these are the realities that entrepreneurs are facing every single day. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I I would say, <clears throat> excuse me, like looking uh, looking at various situ- situations for me when I felt my most overwhelmed or when I felt that you know this this roller coaster is just going too fast for me right now, I I can look at it and say that a lot of those feelings and a lot of that situation comes from a lack of direction. Yeah, like I don't really know 
like we, we, we were just talking about, like, don't really have clarity on where I'm going. So I'm stuck in the day to day and I, I'm just there every day. And every day there's new things coming at you, right? It's not like they stop. You don't have you know days where nothing's happening. There's always something in business and life. So you have this pile of stuff. And if you're not dealing with it, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have clarity, if you haven't organized yourself or organized the things that are happening, then it's just going to get worse and worse, isn't it? These like new new things get thrown on this pile every day. And if we're not dealing with them, you know, like you just say, making decisions. I know that's something we're going to touch on. Like it is, it is not going to get easier. And I think that's, that's the first thing is that, you know, regardless of what problems you're dealing with or what you're facing right now, the first thing is, is you have to face up to it. You have to face up to exactly the reality of your situation, where it is right now. What is it that you're facing? What are the, what are these problems? What are these challenges? What are the things that are happening and occurring? And only then, once we face it, I feel that we can actually start doing something about it. Now we can make decisions on where these things live or what needs to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, so the way that I would look at that is you need to know what, where your North Star is. Like, where, like, where, where are we going? Like, directionally, like, what are we trying to accomplish? What are we trying to achieve here? Um, I think a lot of people get, uh, get lost when they don't, they don't really know where they're going or what they're trying to create, right? It's very easy right. to be aimless Yes, when you don't know where you're going. And I know yeah. that might sound incredibly obvious, but there's so many, so many people who are just so caught up in the doing of things, mm. right? Like, okay, let me just, let me just do this, right? I got this on a to-do list or like somebody told me this was a good idea or yeah. I see, or the worst one, the worst trap in this along these lines I saw somebody on social media <laughs> who seems like they're having a lot of success with this. So let me do it too. Oh, you're like, Oh really? <laughs> okay. Like you're not, you're, you got to think for yourself, right? Business. Uh, um, one of my mentors, uh, Keith, uh, used to have a saying business is an intellectual sport, right? Right. You got to think. Right. Yeah. You got to think. And the first thing you need to know is like, where do we want to go? Yeah. Where do we want to go? Where, what are we going to, what are we trying to create here? What, what are we doing here? What is the purpose of me doing this work today beyond just the fact that I have a to-do list? Yes. Nobody yeah. cares about your to-do list, including you. The only reason the things are on your to-do list is hopefully to try and get you somewhere that you haven't been before which is what makes the voyage a little bit perilous, right? You got to try and figure that out. And, and once you know where you want to go, the next, the next most important thing, where are you right now? Yes. Starting point. Right. Um, I heard, uh, I heard that it put so succinctly the other day, you have to know where you are going in order. You have to know where you are in order to figure out where you're going. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And I think that, uh, that exercise in in and of itself, where I'm at, where am I now? I see a lot of people struggle with that. Like a lot of people don't want to easy where they are now. <laughs> well, I think, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I, w I wasn't exactly sure if we get into this, but when I look at it, the, the easiest way to know where you are now is to have a, have a framework for evaluating what is my business in the first place. Like, what is this thing? Right. I'm, I'm, um, I'm the type of person who I, I really, really like to see the big picture 
so that I can understand how everything fits. Yeah. Before I just march on, right? I need to understand like, okay, well, what, what exactly are we doing here? What are the parameters? Where does this, where are the boundary lines of what we're doing? And the way that I look at it is every business has marketing, it has sales, it has delivery and fulfillment, it has operations, and it has finance. Five key areas, right? And then you say, okay, cool. Does that, and, and the way that I think about this is, do all five of those areas contain all of the activities all of the people, all the things that are going on inside the business? And the answer is yes. And it does. And, and this is a great framework, no matter whether you're, you know, a, a solopreneur or a much bigger company, you know, multi-million dollar, hundred million dollar, $500 million, billion dollar company, all of them need those things. And then you say, okay, cool. Well, where am I in those things? Right? How am I doing in those areas? And a simple way to think about it is you could be red, you could be yellow, or you could be green, right? Things are complete. Things are completely non-existent or we're not getting what we want. That's red. We're kind of like, ah, some, some pieces are fitting together. Some are not yellow, green, dude, this area of the business is freaking clicking. Yeah. Right. And how many many times do you see green? (laughs) If you're growing fast, not a lot. Right. <laughs> you know, it's funny because you see green um in in businesses that have sort of plateaued. Ah, okay. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, okay, well, what we did yesterday is still gonna serve us today. Mm. But if the business has a high growth trajectory or a high desired growth trajectory, yeah, then there's lots of stuff changing and you're you're constantly pushing towards green, even though um, even though things are gonna be changing on a regular basis. I see. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. where the new yeah. levels, new devils comes from. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. But oh, sorry for the coughing today. Have a bit. No, it's, it's, it's completely on. distracting. I wish, uh, Hey, uh, Doug, can we get another co-host on the show? <laughs> just, <laughs> this one seems a little bit defective today. <laughs> um, but, but that's the point, right? Like you got to right. know where you are. And I, and I think truthfully, when most people think about like, well, I don't know, where am I? Right. You, you have to have a way of thinking about that. And I've used that framework with hundreds, if not thousands of businesses. And you can, you can be like, oh, okay, here's where we are. Right. And then where do you need to go? Well, maybe we need to get this thing from red to yellow, or we need to get this thing from yellow to green, or maybe we need to reevaluate how we're doing things and all of that. And it becomes a really useful, um, almost like a business guidance system. Right. Yeah. And I guess that's going to, uh, you know, going through, through a process like that, I guess that's going to really just highlight where the most important areas to focus are. Right. Well, it's, well, I think for me, what it becomes is if I know where I want to go and I know what I'm trying to create, and then I have a clear, accurate picture of where I am now, then I can ask, well, if this were fixed, it would help me get closer to where I want to be. Right. Yeah. Right. And so then you just kind of reverse engineer the whole thing and say, all right, well, my marketing is getting in the way or my sales or whatever. Right. You know, an example that I give sometimes is, you know, we want to increase revenue. Some people might say, well, just, just, just create more leads. Just create a lot more leads. Right. Just (laughs) post all over social media, you know, (laughs) block your heart out, do all the things. And then you look at it and you say, wait a second. 
the problem is that we're just not converting those leads into sales. So what good is it going to do us if we just more leads, more leads? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And more, it's not that uh, it's not that more leads aren't appropriate sometimes, but sometimes you need to close the ones you got also. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. being able to know how to make these decisions is really, really important so that you don't stay lost in the desert forever. Yeah. No, that makes, uh, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. In fact, isn't this in, cause I'm, I've been working through a, a program of yours and this, 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 uh, this color system sounds familiar. Is this in your uh, managing like a boss course or no, it's not in that one. Are you asking me to reveal my secrets? I, I, I was going to kind of plug you there. I was, you and your uh, jellyfish. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's actually, it's, I, I actually go into detail on this in, um, my vision to blueprint program, Ooh, which is okay. uh V2B dot James P com. Well, there we go. And it goes through the whole process, but, um, and, and I'd love if you're listening and this would be helpful for you, I'd love for you to go check it out. But in my opinion, the number one thing that most business owners and entrepreneurs are doing that's hurting them is they are not focusing on the right things. Yes. Oh, you know, my, uh, <clears throat> after four years of failing in the world of online business back in 2004 through to 2008, I, uh, I remember I got my first, you know, real mentor. So it's joined a coaching program and, and the, the expression or the phrase that stuck in my mind for what, 13 years now, and I refuse to forget it, is when I was talking about how, you know, every spare moment I had, because I had a day job at that point, but every spare moment I could make available uh, outside of that was spent at the computer trying to figure out how this internet marketing stuff works. And every day it felt like I gave every waking spare moment I had, every day I would maybe spend more money on more training or more courses, more software, whatever it might be every week. But yeah, I was not getting any results. And that continued for four years. And um, my mentor had this expression. I don't, I'm sure he didn't create it, but he said, you're a busy fool. You're someone <laughs> like, you're someone that just feels busy, yet you're getting yeah. nowhere. You're yeah. a busy fool. You yeah. know, and I, I think, you know, as, as kind of, yes, I know that's a bit hard hitting, but that's the reality because if we are focusing on the wrong things, just like you've just said, it doesn't matter how much time or money you throw at it. Right. No. It's like, it does not matter. Like it doesn't matter how much money I throw at my vehicle. If it's got no engine in it, it's still not going to drive. Right. It doesn't yeah. matter how much I repair the bodywork or, you know, whatever it might be, it's not going anywhere. It has no engine. The critical component is missing. And yeah. that's, you know, that's exactly, I, I think you're totally right. Cause when I look at all the times, all the times, and I've had some, as, as I'm sure ma and many people in business have, I've had some pretty scary moments where it felt like, I don't know what's going wrong. Like the business, the revenues are going down and down and down every month. I don't know what I'm doing wrong here. And, and you just start getting more and more frantic. And the more desperate you kind of get to try and find where the problem is, and you're not thinking clearly, the more you're making more mistakes. And you're now just completely blind to your own problems because you're not stopping to kind of look at what's going on. And I think you're absolutely right that if you fall into those traps, or if you're going into things where you just don't know what you don't know, and you're, ref you're being kind of naive to ask for help or seek the expertise from someone that knows those answers, like you can pour years down the drain and like, forget the expense. Money is money. It comes, it goes, but you can waste life and it can go by so fast. I mean, I lost four years. Like I know people I've, I've, I've had clients that have, that have come to us after more than 10 years 
of not getting hardly any results. And it, and it always, like you say, it always comes back to the same thing. It's never a lack of time. Sure, some people have less spare time, but it's never a lack of time. It's never a lack of information or opportunity. It's always, always primarily, pr predominantly focusing in the wrong areas. Or f yeah, focusing in the wrong areas or, or focusing on the wrong things at the wrong time. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. there are certain things that there's a, you, you need to be able to assess what do I need to do right now to get me closer to my goal? Which means yeah. you need to know what your goal is and you need to know where you are, right? If you got, if you got those two endpoints, it's way easier to navigate than if you have one or zero of mm -hmm. those endpoints. Yes. Um, because, yeah. and, and this is, this is, I think where I get a little bit frustrated with, um, the whole hustle 24 seven mentality. Mm. Like I have no problem with hard work, zero problem. You want a lot of success. It's going to take hard work period. But there we go. Like, greatest, greatest <laughs> tip of the night there dropped by James P. Friel. Yeah. That's right up on down folks. Yeah. That's a writer downer. Success <laughs> will take work. Um, but the problem, the problem that I see is people are using this hustle grind 24 seven as a badge of honor and almost a way of like increasing their status in the entrepreneur community as a substitute for high quality thinking about <laughs> what I should actually be focusing my time on. Yeah. Right? Like, nah, don't worry about it. hustle, hustle 24, seven, hustle 24, seven. And you're like, Where's wait a sleep crew. <laughs> yeah. I'll sleep when I'm dead. No, you're going to die sooner. If you don't sleep, it's biologically imperative that you sleep. Right. <laughs> but, um, but everybody's, everybody's so fixated on this. Like, well, I guess as long as I keep hustling, like everything's going to be okay. I'm here to tell you, there are people who have been hustling for 10, 15, 20 years and their situation in their businesses are no better off than they were when they started. Yeah. You can, you can waste extraordinary amounts of time focusing on the wrong things and you have to be deliberate. And so I think coming back to the, you know, the, the headline topic that we're talking about here, managing the entrepreneurial roller coaster, part of that, the highest and best use management skill you can have is being clear on where you're going and honestly assessing where you are so that you can make a level headed plan on what it's going to take to get there. Yes. And I loved, uh, you said something on our previous show and I, I gotta be honest, it's another one of those things that I've, I've hung on to and not forgot is I've used it so many times. I've even mentioned it in team meetings, everything. Uh, I'm sure it was you that said it on the other show where you said, there's one way of looking at things that's like, what do I have to do to get where I want to be? But then there's that other way that you, you just opened my eyes to is saying, well, what could stop us? from getting right. to where I want to be. I, I, I've honestly, I, so simple. Yeah. I found that fascinating for like two or three weeks since that show. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to take that as a compliment. Yeah, that is because, a compliment. I mean, I, I tried to avoid those words, but yeah, it's unusual that I get complimented from you. Well, I don't um, like you. That's right. That's probably part of the reason that doesn't happen. But I think, I think that is the easier way to think about it to be, to be like, well, what do I want? And if these things were already happening, I would already have what I want. Right. Right. Like, okay, 
we'll then figure out those things. Yes. Right. That's that's the you know, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line, not this like squiggling around the entire world just hustling the whole time. Yeah. That's the yeah. longest distance between two points. <laughs> Yeah. So if you want to take the longest distance, don't do what we're talking about here. If you want a shorter path, not a perfect path. And I don't want anybody, I don't, I don't want people to think that we're saying, oh, like if you do this, everything's going to be easy. There's not going to be any problems. There's not going to be any like issues. That's entirely inaccurate. There are still going to be challenges. There's still going to be problems. There's still going to be issues. However, you're going to be more on target more of the time. Yes. And we're trying to increase the probability of winning in this crazy game that doesn't really have well-defined rules called business. Yes. Yeah. If you're going into business, you are getting a ticket for this roller coaster. You are. <laughs> you're getting on this ride. It just depends how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Are you prepared? Right? Are you increasing the odds of success that you're going to come out okay? Yes. Are you are you increasing the odds that you're going to be able to wake up tomorrow and still play the game? Yeah. Right? Not get wiped out because you're burned out or because you made some incorrect decisions and now you are broke or you have to start over. Nobody wants to start over, right? I think it's better to like maybe go a little bit slower and not have to start over than to try and go at warp speed and start over five times. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, circling back around something we said at the beginning, I think a lot of times people act in that way because they're comparing. They're looking at what's going on with others again. It's like, well, I want to be doing what they're doing. It's like, that's their path. That's their ride. You don't yeah. know what's going on behind the scenes. That's absolutely right. Your only competition, your only real competition is who you were yesterday. Yeah, that's it. That's your competition. So think back to yesterday. Who were you? That's who you're competing against. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I want to throw, I want to throw another thing in that I've experienced just just around this basis because I think it's one thing to let's just say, let's just you know, we could we could summarize a lot of what we're saying in the in the planning side of things. You know, people have to take that time. They have to assess where they are now, assess where they want to be. You know, work all the things out, work on all these things that we're talking about. But I would say at that point, because I think a lot of people take the time to plan. A lot of people sit down and they do some kind of planning. But I can look back at me and one of the experiences I've had is even when I've taken the time to do that, I then have fallen into, I don't know if you've ever had this, James, but I've fallen into a pattern where I'm almost avoiding the key things that I should be doing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I will, it's not like I sit down at my desk and think, right, I know I should do that, but I'm not going to, I'm going to do this. But that's still, that same result still happens. I will sometimes sit there and I'll say, right, these are the sort of high level six things I need to get done today. And then I'll look at that list. And then all of a sudden I think, well, I'll tell you what, I'll just grab my lunch now and I'll watch this YouTube video. I'll watch this interview and then I'll come back to this. And then during that time, my phone might ring or something else happens. And it's like, I'm putting off, I'm getting these small things done. It's like, oh, I'll just answer that email quick while that's there. And I'm getting all these smaller things done. And the major things that would actually get me to where I want to be, I'm actually avoiding. They're not getting done. And I found that in the past, when I've done that, again, like we say, new things happen every day. New things are new things are coming at you. And unfortunately, like you can also get into this negative pattern, I feel, around this side of things where, you know, these things are stacking up and that adds to this overwhelm. 
And so I, I, I remember hearing, um, I can't remember who it was. Actually, I think it was the guy that owns Gymshark. I'm wearing, wearing one of their clothing now. He, he said on one of his podcasts, he said one of the keys to his success, and their company's just been valued at a billion dollars, uh, over a billion dollars, he said, is being willing to do the things I don't want to do when I don't want to do them. Oh, man. And, and, and like, again, I like to hang on to these little things. So I'm always looking, well, what, how do you think? You that's got this billion-dollar business, how do you think? And that right there, I thought that was such a great insight for all of us in business to remember, like, be willing to do the things you don't want to do or don't feel like doing at the times you don't feel like getting them done. And if you can operate in that way, like, whew, I think, again, tipping the scales in the in light of your success. Yeah. And this, uh, so this topic came up on, uh, on my mastermind, uh, a couple weeks ago and everybody was there and, you know, cause I've got a, a group and everybody was talking about this exact thing. And I shared a story that may or may, may or may not make me sound like an ass, but I'm going to share it here as well. <laughs> I already uh, think you're an ass, so you're not going to get any worse through this. I assure thank you. God. All right. So I'm free to go. So, uh, so a, a while ago, I don't remember. I was, uh, so I, I work out in the mornings and this, uh, this idea of, oh, I don't feel like working out today mm, that old like, has like had to be like, just like slowly painfully extracted from me <laughs> where I'm like, I don't feel like working out today. Do it anyway. I don't want to work out today. Do it anyway. Right. And it's do it anyway, do it anyway, do it anyway. And, um, I remember one morning I was, I was lacing up my shoes to go out to the gym and, uh, and I was talking to Yada and I said, Hey, are you going to work out today? And she said it to me. She's like, I don't feel like it. Ooh. And I, and I just looked at her and I said, since when does that have anything to do with it? <laughs> yes. And that's it. Right. And you, yeah. you have to, and, and the, the, um, and it's not, it's, this is the, this is the thing. It's not easy for anybody to do the hard things, to do the things that you're avoiding. But the reason that you do them is because you're clear on what you're trying to create, mm. right? In the absence of knowing what you're trying to create and what you're wanting, then doing yeah. the hard things becomes ridiculous. Right? It's like, well, why would I do that? Well, yeah. if I have nothing compelling pulling me forward into the future, there's no reason to do it. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to stay in bed. <laughs> yeah, right. It makes more sense if you don't know what's what's driving you, and so you have to, you know. There's the um, uh, the the TED talk by Simon Sinek that's so good. Start with why, you know mm. why why are we doing this, right? Why for you? Why for your team? What's our purpose? All these different things. Um, but there's there's only one answer to this: know your why and power through. Yes. There's no magic. There's no secret. There's like, I, if there were a secret at this point, I'm pretty sure I would have discovered it, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by insanely successful entrepreneurs as friends, as clients, as just like people that I know there is not one of them who does not just do what they need to do. Right. And so for me, the, the mantra that I have is I plan my work and I work my plan. Plan my work and I work my plan. It's boring AF, but I do it because I want what I want. I'm willing yeah. to do it, right? Yeah. And um, and there's a, it reminds me of a, a quote. I think this is attributed to the Navy SEALs, or maybe that's just how I heard about it. Um, 
rent is due every day. Oh, yes. Nice. Rent's due every day, right? This is what you got to do. Just do it. Pay the rent. Do the hard thing. Do the thing that you know is going to help you. Do the thing that you think is going to help you, even if you're not 100% sure, because you're never going to be 100% sure. So you just got to do it. It doesn't matter whether you feel like it. Nobody Mm. cares. Yeah. Nobody cares if you feel like doing it. Yeah, it's very true. No, no one cares for your excuses. <laughs> no, nobody cares about that. Well, like, oh. And here's the uh, here's here's the good news. Well, good and bad news, I suppose, is the things that you do consistently generally get easier. So if you continue to find excuses and say I don't feel like it, well, guess what? That will be even easier next time. Yeah. Like, likewise, if you say yes today and you do the thing tomorrow, it's a bit easier to say yes because you've got the the feeling that was good after saying yes to it. So each day you say yes, whatever you're saying yes to generally will get easier. So just make sure you're saying yes to the right stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cause habits, habits develop easily. You know, it's like, am I going to develop a weak habit or am I going to develop a strong habit? Yeah. And, uh, and, and for me, like, you know, the, the idea of, of working out and lifting weights and moving heavy things every morning or most mornings when, you know, four days a week is, um, it's, it's sort of symbolic for me. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, I, I already did. You know, I just moved a ton of heavy stuff. I put in a lot of work. It was hard. Yeah. Painful. Right. Yeah. But I did it now. I'm going to do this too. No big deal. Right. And, and the saying in the gym is, you know, don't wish that the weights were lighter, wish that you were stronger. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, that's, and it's the same. It's the same in business, man. And well, there's so, a, uh, people say, don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. Yeah. All wow. of it. Right. There's another little spin on that beauty. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, so this is like, these are some of the, I, I feel like there's a lot of, there are some strategies that we, you know, we talked about, about managing the entrepreneurial roller coaster, but I do think a lot of it comes down to mindset. Like, what am I thinking? How am I thinking about things? How am I setting myself up for success? How am I refusing to cave in to my own excuses, to the feelings that are, you know, there to test my resolve? Mm. You know, all of those things are incredibly important. Yeah. Um, anything, uh, anything else you want to share before we take a quick break and then go to the news? Woo. No, I think just just on this basis, I think hopefully there's some actionable steps, regardless of where people are at. Uh, you know, some of the tips that we've just been pulling out of the conversation there. I really hope, you know, because I know we have listeners of all different stages, all different kinds of businesses, you know, in all different markets, all across the world that listen to the show. And I think regardless of where it is that you're at right now and what it is that you're facing, you know, there's some uh, definitely some action steps I hope you can take from this just to make business and life a lot easier. So yeah. yeah. And if you got, if you got nothing else, go buy yourself an artificial jellyfish tank. Right. Don't see me moaning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> those jellyfish don't care. They don't care about your excuses. All right. <laughs> we're going to take a quick commercial break. You guys we will be right back for the news. All right, you guys, we're interrupting this incredible episode to bring you a very important announcement. And that announcement is the new just the tips members area. We've created a members area that has trainings right out of the gate from Dean and I on our best strategies to help you grow your business. And many of our guests that we've had on the show have offered to put some of their best stuff inside the members area to help you guys have access to all sorts of content that'll help you grow your marketing, grow your sales, 
Make sure you're staying on top of your business and you can work on your business, not in your business. Get more results in less time. I can't even st- – like the reason you don't even hear Dean right now is he's galloping around the studio on his horse from sheer excitement. Dean, can you please stop galloping for one second and tell our good-natured listeners what's going on? Roll that horse. So, uh, <laughs> so if I can slow this thing down, there's only one place you got to go to get all this good stuff, and that is jttshow.com. That's jttshow.com. It's all free, and I think you're going to love it. We will see you guys on the inside of the new Justin Tibbs members area, jttshow.com. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. All right. Well, there we go. Well, let's get into the news, Mr. Holland. Yes. Indeed. I'm calling this segment News with Dean. <laughs> news with Dean. News with Dean. <laughs> well, so just uh, just this uh, fairly new, fairly new portion of the show. We just wanted to add in or recently decided to experiment with, as we, <laughs> we were told last week, right. uh, where we're basically uh, just going to dedicate a little piece of the show just to kind of topical, timely things that are happening in the world of business. And uh, actually, one of the things I am, um, one of the main things I wanted to, to just throw up in the air for us to, to bounce back on uh, today actually falls into this whole, whole slightly into this conversation of like building big businesses and, and you know, accelerated growth and potential overwhelm and problems happening at all different stages. And and uh, what I'm talking about here, Mr. James, is the news this past week that uh, Mr. Jeff Bezos is stepping down Oh yes, as Amazon CEO. Uh, you heard about this one, I'm guessing? I heard about it. He called me up. He's like, hey, do you think it's a good idea? And I was like, dude, I think you could do it. I think you could pull it off. You know, now that you've made $180 billion, I think you got, <laughs> I think you might have an opportunity here. To like well, quit, quit it, your day job and do something else. It's funny. He also contacted me and I said I didn't think he was quite there yet. Ah, right. Well, you see who he trusts more. Indeed. Based on the decision he made. <laughs> but I tell you, the, uh, the the main reason that I actually wanted to uh, bring this one up, in obviously seeing seeing about this, I did, you know, little typical things, start looking into some of the things that were being published about it. And a and little take, investigative journalism, a little investigative journal. I, I would say this, this 10 minute section of the show is potentially the most practiced and researched thing that's happened in three years. Possibly. <laughs> but no, in, in all seriousness, I found some things really, really fascinating. So for example, um, I'm, I, I'm going to try and remember. I didn't, I didn't actually write this stuff down. Shoddy um, investigative journalism, <laughs> if you ask me. But uh, no, the growth, you know, we obviously have a lot of, uh, like we always talk about, we have a lot of fast growing get- business guests that come onto the show. But uh, since, was it late 90s? I think it was 97, 98 when Amazon first IPO'd. I think they had yeah. a valuation of somewhere in the region of $250, $300 million. Yeah. Um, and during the time up until now, when Jeff Bezos stepping down, a one point seven trillion uh, dollar valuation. Yeah. I uh, I wonder if he had any problems. Well, no, everything went perfectly for him. <laughs> um, you know, so so it's funny because I I was uh, interested in all this as well, and there were there were some you know different memes and things circulating. Some of them were really funny. They said he looked like Lex Luthor, and he's now going to go fight Superman. Um, <laughs> But some of the more serious ones, there was actually one circulating that was a screenshot of his first job posting where he posted for a developer. And uh, it was from, I think, 1994 or something like that, pre-IPO. 
and early, super early days. And one of the one of the interesting things for me was, you know, we all hear, oh, you can't ever build an empire by yourself. You know, you need to, you, nobody does it alone, all this other stuff. But you kind of go back in time and you see that post and you're like, how cool is that? Yeah. Right. Here's the job posting. And one of the cool things that he said in that job posting was, I'm looking for a developer who can work with, you know, our, our, uh, our systems and accomplish things in one third of the time that otherwise competent people can say, will say can be done. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. And, and you're just like, oh man, this guy's pushing hard. Right. So, you know, one, you know, for me, I thought it was really cool to see, you know, everybody starts somewhere. It's just like, do you keep going? Right. And, right. uh, and, and number two, of course he had problems. In in fact, the reason that he posted that job posting was because yeah. he had a problem he couldn't solve. Right. Yeah. And he, the reason he needed someone to work fast was because it was really urgent. <laughs> That's exactly right. He's like, I'm trying to IPO this pig. He wasted two thirds of his time being a busy fool. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? He's like, now I need to get it done in one third of the time. It wasn't even strategic. It was just complete panic. Who knows? <laughs> But um, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's a really timely uh, timely story to talk about, um, and uh, yeah, cool cool that you brought it up. Yeah, well, I think uh, just on just on the meme side of things with him, I, have you ever seen that uh, that photograph as well of of Jeff Bezos? He's sat in a little tiny room. He's got like a banner on the wall. Oh, it's like, like a real like dot com like yeah, printed almost on the wall. I think his desk is like a a door that's been laid on two blocks or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Like, you know, when we obviously like we talk about all this business growth stuff and I'm sure like I'm sure the even the like most entrepreneurs probably don't look at something like Amazon as like this normal business. It's not like something that the average anybody can really achieve. It was like this unicorn situation. But the irony, when you trace all these things back, what you've just said there, you've still got like this entrepreneur guy that had an idea actually not what Amazon is now. It was a bookstore, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like, I want to sell books on the internet. I want to sell books on the internet. That I think the idea here, the internet might be, might be something big. Let's, let's see if we can do books. And there he is like in his first own office, like no fancy pants stuff. It's like graffitied on the wall that it's Amazon. His desk is falling to pieces, like old crappy computer. He's hiring his first developer, you know? And it's like, when we're looking down at what it is that we're doing and where we are and where we want to go, you know, realize that all these big businesses that we sometimes look at or use every day and think of something radically unique or different, they, they were all started by someone like you. That's so, it's so true. And it, it reminds me of one of my favorite quotes from Steve Jobs, who said that the world was created by people no smarter than you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yes. Right. And it's, and, but, but going back to what we were talking about in the earlier part of the show, you know, people see the, the, the Photoshop version of the business on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere else. And they're like, oh, I guess these people are better than me. They are smarter than me. They are like, whatever. They're not. They're not. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Bezos sitting there at his like horrible little desk, you know, spray painted super Bobo sign hanging from the ceiling, Amazon.com. He's like, I got, you know, I got this idea. It's called Amazon. His friends were probably like, oh, Jeff's a nut. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> right. Like you, I mean, you can imagine it all, right? Everybody gets through all that stuff. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, Jeff doesn't join us for drinks anymore. Jeff's too good to join us. Right. <laughs> he's got Amazon now. He's selling books on the internet. What the hell is the internet? Right. 
you can imagine like all the naysayers. Right? Everybody's got naysayers, like Jeff Bezos did too. I'm sure he still does. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I wanted to, uh, I just mentioned this one quickly because I actually had to look again. And even now, even having looked two or three times to make sure I didn't misread this, I still almost can't believe it. Like I read, uh, I read in this report that Amazon employed 175,000 new employees just in Q4 of last year. My God. <laughs> <laughs> just in Q4 of life, I was like, that can't be right. What a, it must be like Amazon employ a total of 175. No. Like, I can't be reading this correctly. And I checked again. Like, that is absurd. Isn't it? Yeah. Like a small city. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. So I mean, you know, for people, uh, people like me, James, that that come to guys like you because we want to uh learn to manage our team a little better, our, our massive team of my massive team of like under 10 people. <laughs> I, I read that article and was like, Oh my God. Yeah. And, and maybe, to, maybe they are superhuman. I don't maybe, know. Maybe they are to, to your other point though. Right. You think with 137,000 hires in the fourth quarter, they had any problems. <laughs> no. Damn right. They did. No. <laughs> no, well, every, everything went off day. without a hitch. <laughs> like all those employees liked each other. I doubt it. <laughs> Right. Oh, God, it'd be awful. I can't be in a room with 10 people without deciding not to like eight of them. Well, that's because eight of them don't like you. I mean, it's <laughs> like you got you got to expect that, though. Um, <laughs> Very true. Any, uh, anything else uh, newsworthy before we wrap it up? Well, I tell you, I just want to I just want to end this this little piece on this Amazon thing with just uh, reading this. I have bought this up on the screen just to just to remember. So I read uh, the recent uh, email from from Jeff to his employees. I thought the final uh, the final paragraph or sentence I thought was pretty awesome. He said, keep inventing and don't despair when at first the idea looks crazy. Remember to wander. Let curiosity be your compass. It remains day one. Yeah, so good. So I thought, inspiring. I was like, you can just picture him at his computer. He's like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah he's like, right into the sunlight. Bezos out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think his desk when he wrote that was probably a little bit nicer than the original one we saw in that picture. Yes, his desk his desk actually picked him up and took him home this time. <laughs> <laughs> With a nice massage on the inner thigh while he was doing <laughs> Here we go. We made it all the way through the show, and then you had to get weird on us. <laughs> With an inner thigh massage comment about Jeff Bezos. Great. That's what I that's what I'm so glad that's what everybody's gonna know us for. Yeah, leave you with that thought, people. <laughs> yeah, well, if you don't want to scratch your eyes out because of that, then tune in next week where I'm sure Dean will bring more of that. Uh, but uh, anyway, man, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for the story. Um, we hope you guys uh, appreciate the uh, little news segment. Um, uh, it's something that we're excited about uh, bringing to you guys. And, um, uh, you know, at some point, you know, we're going to be breaking news. Right now we're covering news that's out there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyway, we appreciate you guys listening, tuning in today. Um, we're about to wrap this thing up, but we will talk with you guys next time. Make sure you go to, uh, just Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, get updates when we're live. And that's about it for now. Hi to all our people in Zheng Zhao. We appreciate you guys. And, uh, we'll talk with you guys next week. Later, everybody. Later. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipsshow.com. 
For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit DeanHolland.com. And if you'd like to go from being a hustling entrepreneur to an effective CEO, capable of running your company without being stuck in the day-to-day, visit me for free training and resources at jamespfreel.com. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.